Hello and welcome to Royal Mystic Collective Wisdom. I'm your host, Royal Mystic, and we're here to discuss the crown chakra. We've done a whole series of all the chakras within the body. This particular chakra floats about 6 to 12 inches above the top of your head. It's a beautiful energy, and this is where I call it the gateway of communication or connection to divine, because this is where you enter through in a meditative state, or sometimes if you're a person who is easily connecting to source, if you're a psychic or you work in that in that energy, it can be something that you stay um, very much close to the, the energy of, of connecting and being able to do it in a pretty short fashion, not having to really go through a bunch of extravagant means. Once you get used to doing it, it's just like anything else. It becomes more embedded and intertwined in your energy and in your cellular ability. So we have the age of activation between 43 and 49 years old. And that's the golden age that comes in for a lot of historically um, organized religions and some not so much. This is why it's the elder's wisdom, right? So the element of this is the divine consciousness. It is the source, the all, the connection to the great Akashic record. The color for your crown chakra can be violet or white, Hence, the white light being connected to source is the energy of light. Either color is uh, suitable for what you, you're using for this particular visualization or anything that you would use the color for. It controls your connection to the higher source. So if you're blocked, it's a very, very uh, severe reduction in the amount of information you're able to receive. It's connected to the, the the all, to the source, to the cosmos, to information that you wouldn't normally have access to. And it comes through in divine dreams and all of a sudden downloads. These are these are common things that happen with people who have a, a crown chakra that's wide open and not blocked. It is also the energy of realizing that this particular Chakra is the only one that is really most thought of as outside the body. Now, there are other hands and feet chakras, but these are more projected into uh, rather than being an all on an individual chakra. Um, these are the main chakras from the crown chakra to the root chakra. Those are the seven chakras that are the main focus in any kind of meditation or yoga yoga energy. So the mantra for this one, my favorite mantra for this one is, I am filled with love and light. When your crown chakra is healthy and balanced, you have feelings of being in your purpose, on your path, acting in your spiritual wisdom, allowing new understanding of your spiritual journey. So you're very flexible and able to really receive different ideas and different understanding. Um, it also allows you to balance your connection to others who are like-minded in that spiritual energy. So you feel very natural around other people like that. 
Now, if it's blocked, you become very myopic, very stubborn about that myopia, and very pessimistic, um, have difficulty in connecting, you feel very alone, you have an enormous or extraordinary fear of death. You could have feelings of rejecting any spiritual information. So when someone tries to talk to you about it, you immediately change the subject or just completely out and out say, don't talk to me about that. I don't talk about that. Um, And the inability to really listen and learn from others what their experiences might be. So the physical effect of this ends up causing mental distress. You feel very distracted. You would have severe depression, uh, loss of creative flow, and just general uh, malaise, not feeling like, you know, like there is no purpose to life. You know, what are we all here for? Um, I don't know about you guys, (laughs) but I can identify a few people by these (laughs) characteristics. And you know, it might help us to think of them as having a blocked crown chakra than the other word I use <laughs> that's pretty negative. So, um, you know, it starts with A and ends with whole. Um, so, <laughs> so we might have to, to, to be more spiritual about that to look at it as though, oh, they've got their, they've got their uh, crown chakra blocked. Uh, and they won't even know what you're talking about, so that's even better. So crystals that assist you in opening this energy, my number one, a number one favorite, my the one that I resonate with, like, seriously, like we're peanut butter and jelly, we're so tight, selenite. Selenite is amazing for pulling in the light, connecting you to light, and it is all about that purity of the energy because Selenite is a very sensitive energy, and it remember, I have to emphasize as well, you cannot get it wet. It will dissolve. Um, diamonds are also connected to the ground chakra, as well as Herkimer diamonds. Herkimer diamonds are more affordable <laughs> because they're actually crystals that are mined in Herkimer, New York. As well, at least that's where they were named from. They may be mined in other places, but they're all co- called Herkimer's. And moonstone, that's a beautiful uh, stone as well. It's not super pricey. Clear quartz, you can find at any reputable store. Any place calling themselves spiritual should have clear quartz. And then last but certainly not least, purple fluorite. Fluorite is a wonderful cleansing, clearing energy. And the purple fluorite is beautiful as well. Um, The food that helps to reset your crown chakra is garlic, ginger, broccoli, potatoes, high alkaline foods or high alkaline water. So the alkalinity helps to clear the and break down the calcification that has blocked your pineal gland. So it helps that energy. Uh, Fasting is a way to help open your crown chakra. Now, I will tell you, I do fast. I do several fasting days a week, 
And I have, I used to do it to where I did it from noon to noon. And then I would eat at lunchtime. And then, you know, twice a week, I would go right into just that one meal. And that is all. But I have now come to starting to do it from trying to make it all the way to at least two o'clock. But it's all a personal experience, your own thing. Fasting does not mean you have to go days on end, by the way. It is it is more helpful if you can just do 24 hours. And even if you can't do 24 hours, if you're fasting 18 hours a day and you only give yourself six hours for food, you could, they do it like that. People do it in increments of, of fasting um, until, you know, they only have like four hours of a food window. Well, that does two wonderful things. One is it keeps you from eating constantly throughout the day. It'll stop the stress eating and all of that. And it clears your mind. It allows you to 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 get a, I don't know why it does, but it does. And I feel like that's what part of what's happening when that crown chakra is being affected. Another interesting thing to know is there is an amino acid called l arginine a r g i n i n e it is found in foods such as fish nuts beans it helps the high blood pressure and it helps the pituitary gland it heals it so you can find this in the in in the supplement section of any place where you would buy vitamin E or anything else. So it is an amino acid, so it's not something that's dangerous to you. Of course, as I always say, listen to your healthcare professional. I am not a doctor, nor do I claim to be. This is just information. We have essential oils. Essential oils help with your sense of, you know, this. I don't know about you, but when I smell a, an essential oil, like lavender is one of my all-time favorites. And it is my go-to for just about everything. That and clary sage. Lavender seems to be most widely, the widest range of all the chakras here because it's here. Lavender, frankincense, myrrh, jasmine. Now, here's one I recently found last year. It's called Vetiver, V-E-T-I-V-E-R. It smells like grass or hay, but it has this amazing thing that happens when I'm, when I'm inhaling it or when I put it on my skin. It's very comforting. It helps to b- bring down anxiety. People use it for an anti-anxiety aid. You've also got rose and sandalwood. So there are several of these oils you've heard me mention previously for other chakras. So it's a really good inventory item to have so that you can help yourself in many ways, more than just one thing. It's one of those many birds with one stone. So let's talk about some affirmations. Affirmations are things that I like to say you beat them like a drum it's like a broken record. You have to just play them in your mind. And the reason you're playing them in your mind, if I haven't stated this before, let me make it clear why it works for me. When I'm busy doing an affirmation, my mind is not in a negative place. It's focusing on what I'm directing it to. So my very first thing that I sit down when I'm doing readings, 
or about to record the monthlies for the YouTube channel is I am divine. Not that I'm a version of divine or I am connected to divine. I am divine. It is so important for you to realize that you are source in a human body. And you're experiencing this from this perspective, from this pinpoint of a location and this pinpoint of time and space. It does not diminish your divine connection. It does not diminish your divinity within yourself. Once we realize that we are something special, that we are a divine, beautiful, energetic being having a human experience, you want to do a little better for yourself at that point. Because you realize there's more than what you were told you are. So here are some more affirmations. But my first and foremost is I am divine. And when you remember that, you'll stop doing negative things to yourself. Um, I am my purest, authentic self. I trust my intuition and divine guidance. I am an angelic being of love and light. I am connected to the infinite source of wisdom and creativity. These are phrases that you can just say over and over and over, write them over and over and over. However you want to express them, expand on them. Take these energy, energy words and grow them. Journal them, whatever you have to do to embed them in your belief, because your belief is why we're doing the affirmations to affirm and lock in to your energy what is truth. So, we also have the physical modalities of yoga. Yoga is a real strong energy of connection to all the chakras and different poses. So, These are, and all of the things I'm mentioning, these are just a few, a smattering of ideas that I'm just bringing to you so that you have something to work with. So the yoga poses include, but are not limited to, the rabbit pose, the tree pose, the seated forward bend, of course, the headstand, because that's where you're going to focus that energy, and the half lotus. There's another pose called the corpse pose, but that's just laying flat on your back as you would in your bed or on the floor and allowing yourself to just be in a place of opening to the energy of communication and allowing yourself just to be. So during my meditations, when I'm using the the crown chakra activation. I um, have, you know, my members are, are part of this. And so the members section, we do daily meditations and my chakras are what I focus on. Uh, and that's how I started was I wanted to start doing meditations daily. And it was one of those things where I've been saying that for a very long time, but never done it. And I thought, well, if I put it into what I do for every day at work, I'm recording all the time. So why don't I just make that one of the things where collectively everyone can get in here and, and do it with me. So we support each other. 
So the very first chakra that I start with is not the root chakra. I start with the crown. The crown chakra is the chakra of connection, and that's where I go from, is starting with the crown and opening that energy out. So the way I describe it is allowing yourself to see a floating orb of light. It can be white light. It can be purple, violet color, whatever you want it to be. Mine is always white because when I do this, I am immediately illuminated. I can see light coming in from above me. Like even with my eyes closed, I can see the light through my eyelids. So I feel this brightening energy and I can see, you know, see it behind my eyelids. So as this orb is, you're focused on this orb, you grow it outward as though it's an expanding star, a beautiful burst of light, almost like a dandelion, you know, like, or a, or a uh, fireworks as you watch it go out. And you can, you can tell it to be as big as you can imagine. So you can tell it to go all the way out to the, the ends or the lengths of all existence in the cosmos. And that will allow you to expand your capability of really connecting to source in a way that is absolutely unlimited because you're doing the unlimited connection. So as you do it, you allow yourself to really surrender to this massive, and and it kind of gives you a perspective of, I'm really just a dot, in this universe, this physical body is just a dot. My real energy is this big giant thing that I'm able to really open into all existence. So it gives you a little bit of a humility as far as what is all out there, because you know, this is a limited understanding. And that's why we have to remain open and not narrow minded, because the the ability for the ancient wisdom to come through requires that you be in an unlimited mindset and allowing all illogical, doesn't matter if it makes sense or not, you got to let it come in. And uh, sometimes that's scary because it's it's bigger concepts than I've ever considered before. And uh, it can it can mess with your old school thinking or the way you've been traditionally trained about what God is, um, the, this, this is truly a, a cosmic, mind-blowing experience when you actually ascend in this energy. So I highly recommend working on it. Don't push it. Don't force it. You don't have to be perfect about it. it there's no limit of time. You can do it for as long as you want or as, as short as you want, however you feel comfortable you can do it during your yoga. You can do it during a shower. You can do it in and while you're getting ready for bed. You're you're kind of winding down. That's a perfect way to clear all the clutter of the day. So this will hopefully help all of you to move forward in this energy and clearing out all the chakras and allow yourself to heal any anything that is really holding you back because the limitations that we put in our energetic field only limit us in our ability to create. And that's why it's really important to understand what the chakras are, understand how to balance them, and to be able to recognize that this is a more than a physical 
connection. This is the essence of your true self. And I hope that you all uh, can glean something from this. And I really thank you for listening. I will see you next week as we move forward into the new and ever-growing energy of all the understanding that we can harness and get, get on here. I will be doing it. So I send you with many blessings, love, peace, happiness, joy, abundance, healing, and divine protection for all. Namaste, my dear friends. Namaste.